Hey, it's Matt. Welcome to Money Lab. This episode, I'm going to try to do something. I don't know if it's going to translate very well, but I'm going to try anyway. I'm going to explain to you, or just explain out loud, my current video recording setup. If anyone out there is interested in making videos for shorts or for TikToks, Reels, YouTube, long form. This is the same setup I use for everything. And I've been slowly dialing it in. So um, back when I was doing Money Lab and I wanted to do a Money Lab video, I built, so I have a, so I'm in the basement. If you can, uh, I have a basement. It's pretty substantial in size. I don't know square footage wise, maybe 500 square foot, 400 square foot, something like that. So I got some space. And when I was doing Money Lab, I built this set. I built this wall. So I had this, I actually have two walls. So one wall I did, I painted it blue. I added some guitars, my guitars. And I thought, oh, that'll be my backdrop. Well, (laughs) it's really confusing because I was doing videos about entrepreneurship but I had guitars in the background, so it's like, is this a music podcast or a music video? I don't understand. So I was like, all right, I have this other wall. It's smaller. It's, a, it's literally the opposite wall of my basement. And I painted the exact same color, but instead of putting guitars, I put shelves. I put a couch. I put lights. I put fake plants. Uh, and I basically built a backdrop that I thought would look cool. And... Turns out I was also trying to double it as a place where I could actually hang out and relax. So that's what I have. Uh, I have a window that's on the same wall and I put blackout shades, really simple, just because I need to control the light. And in front of the, so the couch is up against the wall. There's two shelves above it. Um, I put strip lights in the shelvings and I put uh, lamps on either side with light bulbs, etc. Okay. So then in front of that, I had this really cheap Amazon desk table. It's really just this really tiny table. Uh, It's very, very light. And I have a folding chair, a padded folding chair where I sit. And that's about, I'm looking at it now, I would say it's about four, three feet in front of the couch. So it gives me a little bit of distance between the wall and me and then there's the desk and then there's about a two foot gap between the desk and my camera gear setup okay so the desk itself nothing special it is a cheap cheap amazon desk and in front of that is the camera the camera is on a Manfrotto tripod that I bought. I've actually owned two of them now. I just bought it recently. It was 200 bucks. So it is not a cheap tripod, but it is, it's, it's served me well for like six years. And so I ended up buying another one because this is now my stationary unit and I do not move it. So I have another tripod in case I want to film anything outside of this studio setup. Now, on that tripod, I have a camera. I guess I'll just talk about that since that's the most important thing. The camera is a Sony FX3. It's a CinemaLine camera. 
not cheap. Like I spent a lot. I think I want to say like close to three grand maybe on it. And then it has a, a fixed lens. I believe it's a, oh man, I believe it's either a 35 or a 50 mil fixed lens and it goes down to 1.2 F. So it is incredibly shallow depth of field and I have it set to maybe 4.5 F because if I, this lens is so shallow that if if I set it to the lowest possible setting, and I put my finger in front of my nose, the, my finger would be blurry. Like that's how crazy sensitive it is. So I have it dialed back a little bit because I do want you to see the background a little bit. I want you to see the detail of the background. I don't want it to be incredibly blurry. So that's what I have. Now, that's the camera. On It's actually mounted to, it's, I believe it's called a glide, no, I was gonna say glide cam. I don't think it has a, oh wait, it says right here, glide gear. Okay, glide gear. That is um, essentially a teleprompter. So all it is is a two-way mirror and underneath it, there's a iPad Air. So it's the, it's a, it's the perfect size iPad and that iPad is essentially my second monitor which I can reflect into the two-way mirror, which then becomes my teleprompter. I bought the two-way mirror thingy, glide gear on Amazon, the iPad obviously from Apple. The camera and the lens I bought from B&H Photo, just so you know. All right, right above it, and I actually have two of these now. I haven't even set the other one up yet, but it will be set up. I have two pretty decent lighting setups. They're about 500 each, each part. So I have this impact stand and then attached to that is an Amaran or Amaran 200X uh, light. And then on top of that is a 35 inch dome, light dome, SE. So it's a big, big soft box. And what I like about the, uh, the Amaran, it's, it's made by a company that makes I think the company's called Aperture. So they make really expensive lights, but this is their cheap version, but it's like pretty decent. And I got it because I can change the color temperature and the brightness on the back. So I can ha- I have full control of that. So now I own two of those. And the reason I own two now is because I want it less brightness on a single light and I want it more coverage with having lower brightness that makes any sense. So I'm basically going to have right now I have this big, big, big ass softbox above the camera, like directly above the camera, maybe four inches above the camera and it shines directly on to me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to move that off to the left. I'm going to set up the other one, move it off to the right. And then I'll have left and right coverage with, a. I can, I can turn down the brightness of those two lights. So it should give me a softer image in the long run. That's at least my goal. Now, What's the cool part of this? Oh, so the desk itself for audio, I'm using a Shure S or sorry, it's a Shure MV7. So it's a USB mic. It's white. I have the white version and it's on a stand that sits on the table. I also have a 
stream deck, a large stream deck, and I have an ATEM Mini Pro, A-T-E-M Mini Pro, and that's for the camera. Now, um, how do I have this all set up? So what's nice about it is I have one switch that sits under the desk. I went to Lowe's and I just bought a power, a power strip that was pretty substantial. Like it was a pretty substantial power strip. And the most important thing is that it had a very long cable because I, the nearest outlet is probably about five foot away. So I bought one that had like a ridiculously long cable. I have, it's completely full. <laughs> like every single plug is taken up. Um, so I have the light plugged into it. I have the camera plugged into it. The iPad is plugged into it. The ATM is plugged into it. I have a laptop charger. So the one thing that's missing on this desk setup right now is my laptop. So what's nice about this setup is I can just bring my laptop in and I can hit the switch the lights go on, the camera goes on, the iPad goes on, the ATEM goes on, and then I can just plug in three USB connections into my computer, and I have a complete studio. It also, all the lights come on behind, like the set lights come on. So it's just like a power bar. It looks like, I mean, it's a, it's a rat's nest of cables. You know, it's not sexy looking by any means. Um, so that's what I do. So now, um, in order to record... I have my laptop. I use two programs. I use the Ecamm Live. I've always been using it. Still like it. I use Ecamm Live to record the video. And what's nice is that the Ecamm Live hooks into the ATEM Mini Pro or A-T-E-M Mini Pro. That hooks in USB-C to my computer. That has it, – it's a it's a – video switcher and it has four HDMIs, but I just have one camera. So I use one HDMI out into the Sony FX3. Now, why do I even have that versus just plugging the camera directly into the computer? Uh, it's not reliable. The ATEM is reliable and I, and I haven't been able to get the Sony directly into my computer and have it read with uh, Ecamm. It just hasn't worked. But the ATEM works flawlessly every single time, and the picture looks great. So the, the camera itself, one of the reasons I got it, it's USB-C powered. So I, there's no battery in the camera. It's just powered by a simple USB-C cable into an outlet. So that's what powers it. And then it has a full HDMI out, not HDMI mini, but H, full HDMI out into the ATEM, which then goes USB-C into the computer. And that's how I'm able to get the picture into Ecamm. The USB-C mic, the Shure S, uh, M7, MV7, sorry, that mic plugs directly into my computer, and that becomes the audio, and it picks up great. I actually don't even have it like right up against my mouth. It's kind of off to the side. If you watch any of the more recent Swim University reels or YouTube videos, in fact, the most recent uh, Swim University long-form YouTube video is the first video that we did where I am actually on camera and you can see the entire set. So go check that out. It's called, I think it's called something like how to clear up a cloudy hot tub in one hour or something like that. So that just came out today. That's just, which is cool because it's the first video of the year 
and we're back to making videos, long form videos on YouTube every single week for the entire year using this new setup, which you're, which I'm explaining. Um, so then I have the audio taken care of. I have the video taken care of. And then the third thing I use is the teleprompter. So I use an app called teleprompter and I'm able to, with the laptop, send using, I think it's, I think it used to be called sidecar, but now it's just like built into Mac. So now I can just set the iPad as a second monitor. And then I just drag over this, this, uh, box, this teleprompter window into that monitor. So the teleprompter I'm able to control on the computer, but I'm seeing it on the iPad. And so right now it works really well. Um, I wish, you know, if I was going to upgrade anything, I wish I had some sort of device where I could control the speed. Uh, I think I could just buy a device, like a remote. Now I can control the speed on my laptop of the teleprompter. But the problem is, is that if I mess up, I, it's, I have to hit pause and I have to scroll back and then I have to start again. So it's this like, it's, it's so nominal. It's like this little, it's like one step, but it's kind of annoying. I wish I could just have something in my hand, but unfortunately I'm using my hands on camera. So the other thing I could do is a foot pedal. So they do make a foot pedal that you can connect to this app where I could control the speed with my foot. I, I wonder if you can reverse. You could probably, it's probably like a pedal where you can go forward and backwards, my guess. That might be worth trying because I can do that. Um, especially, it's not a big deal when I'm doing shorts because usually with shorts, I have, the, I have it set at a certain speed and I can read through it and kind of nail it in one take. But when I'm doing long form videos, it would be nice to be able to, you know, not touch my computer and look away from the camera when I make a mistake. I would love to just be able to stare at the teleprompter and use my foot to control. And if I mess up, just like kind of go in reverse on my foot back to where I need to be and then start reading again. So if I were going to do anything, it'd probably be a foot pedal. So I might look into that. Um, other than that, that's, I do have a stream deck. The stream deck, I haven't used it yet, but I, I own one. So I figured I'd set it up. Um, the reason I have it or the reason I thought it might be useful is if I have multiple cameras. So if we're, you know, I might create this, the studio is going to get a little bit bigger. So I'm basically going to take this entire section, the back half section of the basement and turn it into a full blown studio. Um, like a, a full blown set, I should say. And in order to do that, um, one of the things I'm replacing the rug, I'm, I think I might even add grass, like fake grass, because one of the issues that I had with doing this setup was you can also see this original set on old Money Lab videos as long as I have those up on YouTube. But one of my biggest concerns with doing videos like this was, and I, I still have this concern. Still, still something I wrestle with. Um, so I run Swim University, which is a channel about hot tubs and pools. And 
I just thought, I at least, like, I don't have a pool or a hot tub to go outside and film at. And even if I did, I would still hate doing it because I would have to set this up every time, which is a hell of a setup. I probably wouldn't even set up a teleprompter because it would be way too difficult to do outside. I'd have to either memorize or just kind of wing it. And then that would be really difficult for Steph and my brother to edit. So then I thought, okay, well, yeah, so I don't have a pool or a hot tub. Let me just at least, I should be at least filming outside. But then, I, I, then again, it's like, I, I can't control the light. I can't control the audio. Like if a gust of wind comes, it's going to sound like shit. And I, I still don't have a teleprompter. And the teleprompter, I thought was going to be like, the teleprompter is the only reason to even have this studio, honestly, because I, and light, and light, but the teleprompter, because what we used to do is I would just do a voiceover. So Steph would send me a script. I would read it verbatim. And then she, cause she'd already wrote the script and had the edit in mind. And then once I, and I'm just a VO talent essentially. So I read it, send it back to her and then she edits the video done. But with this setup, I'm, I'm still doing a, a voiceover, but I'm also on camera delivering it. So there's a lot, so there's a lot less animation she has to do because she can just refer back to the original A-roll, which is me. So it makes producing videos much faster because the edit takes like half the time. And when it comes to doing the VO, it's the same amount of time because I'm, I usually just sit in front of my computer, pull up the script, bring over the microphone and record it in Logic and then export it as an MP3 to her. And that was it. But now there's the, the only extra step is clicking the button and making sure I look good on camera, like making sure I don't have anything on my teeth or anything. Um, and I wear the same hat and same shirt. So it's pretty easy. Pants. No one sees them, so sometimes it's sweatpants, sometimes it's shorts, sometimes it's khakis, sometimes it's nothing. And that's a joke. So I was worried because I'm like, oh, I'm just a guy in a studio talking about pool care. Like it doesn't, I feel like it wouldn't translate, but um, it turns out that no one cares no one cares. In fact, my course, I thought the same thing. Then my course that I made for pool care uh, back in 2017, I, th- I flew to New Jersey, you know, worked on my friend's pool for a week. And my original plan was to go there and film the entire course on location where I would teach and everything. But it was really difficult because I, yes, I can deliver the lessons off the top of my head, but it just makes the edit so much harder because I'm making mistakes. I'm saying ums and ahs. It just feels very unpolished. And then I'm sweating my balls off because it's fucking July and it's in New Jersey and it's just a swamp. So it's just like really uncomfortable. And I'm like, this sucks. So as far as like production and the quantity that I was able to do, it, it being and filming outside uh, limits that. Plus, the weather's got to be nice. Right now, I would go outside and film, 
but it's like 40 degrees, 32 degrees some days, 20 degrees. I'm like, it's freezing. And it's going to, I'm going to look stupid. I'm talking about pools and I got, you know, <laughs> you can see my breath. No, that's not, doesn't make any sense. So it's like, okay, from a practical standpoint, having the teleprompter and having a good looking studio and I, and I can do some things like, you know, add a, like there's in the background, you can't really see it, but like all of our books are there, all our pool books. We have our YouTube plaque like everyone else, but you can't really see it in the clips. We have our chemicals, you know, when I, again, when I, thinking back, when I filmed the course, I actually did the course in my office and I just created a backdrop that had pool stuff on it, you know, and I delivered it uh, into camera and then used B-roll. That's the, the same thing. So we're doing the exact same thing, except now we just have a, a better setup and I'm using a teleprompter. Actually, I did this in my old place where I had an orange backdrop. There's older videos on Swim University. They were harder to do, um, but because I had a teleprompter, but it, I don't know, it didn't work as well. So yeah, so this setup is, is great. And no one has said anything, no, even, even with the course, no one has commented and said, oh, well, you're just sitting in a, in a studio. Like you're not even delivering, you're not even at a pool. Like no one cares. And the reason I think, and I get so hung up on it, is like I think, oh man, wouldn't it be great if I was actually at a pool or actually in front of a hot tub and explaining this stuff and doing things with my hands. And yes, I still believe that that is true. I still believe that would make a better video, but it would limit the amount of videos we could create because it would take multiple people because I wouldn't be able to control the, the, the teleprompter. Somebody else would have to do that. And I would, it would, I could only do it on certain days and I'd have to control lighting. I'd have to have a much bigger lighting setup. And so at each time, we wanted to create something, it would have to be like planned, like a planned week or a planned day where, you know, the team is coming out. Like even just, if it, even if it's just my brother, like my brother comes out, we set up all the lights and we just hope that the sun doesn't change in that moment or we have, we have to put artificial lights on me. And again, that would be really impossible to do even if I owned a hot tub or, or owned a pool, you know? Could it be done? Yes, absolutely. But it, it, I think it would – we would make way less videos if that were the case. It becomes a bottleneck for and – and mainly for me. You know, This system, we – basically the way that I approached it was, okay, so I don't own a pool and I can't deliver this in front of a pool. So how do we use that to our advantage? Like, what is the benefit of not having a pool? And so it means like, okay, well, it means we can film inside because I literally can't film outside. It makes no sense. Okay, so it means that I can film in the comfort of my own home and have a permanent lighting setup, camera setup. And so whenever I could literally right now throw a script together with ChatGPT you know, click a button, sit down and film a video. 
if I need to do a quick video of like, I don't know, um, like I want to uh, test a new idea, a new you know idea that I have for a sales video, or I want to just make an ad real fast. So I could just I can just go and do that. Now, the other the other benefit is if I owned a pool or if I owned a hot tub, and that was all we shot. Well, now we're only ever showing an in-ground pool on camera, and we're only showing one type of hot tub. The way we do it now where we use B-roll and, and we, we have like a huge bank of existing B-roll and we are hiring influencers to help us create more B-roll, we have more diverse B-roll of pools and hot tubs. So we can talk, we can do a video about an above ground pool, which I wouldn't own. I would probably have an in-ground pool if I were to get a pool. There's, I don't even know if there's above-ground pools in Colorado, but there are certainly in-grounds. But I would – but like if – we wouldn't be able to do that video because I don't have an above-ground pool. So I'd be like, oh, well, we would have to go get B-roll anyway. And so now we, we do. We can. And I can create – you know, 10, 15 times more videos because I can write the script, pop it into the system, film it, edit it, all, you know, all within this one room. And my fear of like people going, oh, this isn't legit, whatever that is, feels like an imposter syndrome, even though like I have credentials to back it up. Like it's not like, you know, but still, you know that feeling. Just like, ugh, it feels like I'm doing it the wrong way. And this is the right way to do it. And I constantly still think that. But yet, our videos do well because the content is all that matters. If I'm sitting in front of a camera and I'm delivering via just my face a really important good tip about taking care of your pool, that would still work. Because people would be like, oh, I didn't know that. Or I could do what you know, Alton Brown used to do where he would explain complex scientific, you know, how molecules react when you put a steak in the oven and he would just use pool noodles indoors. It's like you can do, you can still use a small space to, to explain pool related concepts and I can hold chemicals in my hand. And so I thought, okay, I just, it's just easier to do it this way. I can create a lot more by doing it this way. And I just have to be okay with that being the outcome. And I think I am because the idea that I can show multiple types of pools and multiple types of filters and, you know, even different people, I can, it can be multiple genders in the video. So everyone kind of sees themselves in my, in our videos. It makes it, it makes it more diverse, even though, yes, I'm a white guy <laughs> delivering pool knowledge, but I have women in my video and other men in my video in, in, in the B-roll, I should say. So there's value to that. So yeah, anyway, that's sort of my thought process in this camera setup and the studio setup. I'm really happy with it. We've been using it for... 
we've been doing it for reels, <laughs> like for reels, dude. Uh, we've been doing it for reels and TikToks and all that stuff since October is when I started doing this. And before I wasn't on camera, but I, I, I watch our videos sometimes. Like I'll, you know, I'll just scroll on Instagram or whatever and I'll see it's, it's me. I see, but it kind of, I'm like, whoa, this is, it just, I get jarred cause I'm like, it looks so good. And, uh, I'm, I'm still each day or each month trying to make the image better and my delivery. So one of the things, um, that, I thought about was okay so I don't know if I talked about this in another episode so stop me if I have (laughs) you can't so I'm thinking to myself okay so now I have this space and it's it's nice and cool down here and I can shut the doors and kind of just like do it by myself right like the whole setup doesn't require anybody else to be here. And I got my hat, I got my shirt, I'm wearing the same stuff, right? So I thought, okay, yes, I can make the quality of the image better. Like I could do that. And I'm and I I am literally, you know, I, I already did it last month by changing the lighting setup and changing some camera settings, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, then I bought this new lighting setup. Hopefully my goal is to have a nice softer light. Make the, make the image even better, okay? But I was like, what are some other things that I could do that, that have nothing to do with the image to make the videos better? Because all I can do is control my environment, right? So I have no control over... I mean, I have control over the edit, of course, of my brother, and I have control over the B-roll, but like in the moment, what can I do? And I thought, you know, I am only going to record videos when I'm feeling, when I feel good. So that's one thing I can do. It's not something that, like with podcasting or like, I think about Dave Ramsey a lot, where he just has to show up every day for three hours and be on. Like, I think, I also think about all the late night hosts and I know they take off now, but they used to just do... Just do it sick. So it's like, I don't have to do that. So one of my thoughts was, okay, well then, you know, if, hey, if you wake up and you're tired or you just, I don't know, you, today, it just doesn't feel right. Like I don't have the energy. That's not the day you should film because the, what you output is going to suck and, and the audience is going to feel it, right? So when I feel good, I'm going to fucking crank out videos. So I, I, I have a good night's sleep. You know, I have a good breakfast. And it's, it's like, like on my way to school. It's like they tell you to do this before the SATs. Make sure you go to bed early. Have a good breakfast. You know, pound a really nice cup of coffee. You know, maybe do some movement. I feel good. Like right now, I feel fucking great. Walking around in the basement. Just talking. But yeah, this kind of mood. And I kind of have to, it's almost like method acting. Like I just have to get into the mode of like Matt is animated. And then I sit down and I will read the teleprompter with gusto and, 
energy and animation and I fuck up because <laughs> I can't read very well. But then I, just, I go, okay, that's not a good take. So, and again, it's really easy for the shorts. So you do the shorts, you're like, okay, I'm going to take that again. And you do it again and you're like, fucking nailed it. Okay, good. And when you read through it once out loud, the second time you read it and the third and fourth time, like each time you read it, it just gets easier and easier to read. And then I can concentrate more on my performance, which I am actually concentrating on. And that's kind of fun because it's like, you know, I get to, I get to do something that I, I, that, that, like that is something I can control to make the video better that has nothing to do with technicality. It's all to do with performance. And, and honestly, that's, I'm putting on a show and I haven't really felt that way. I really liked it when I was doing like Money Lab Live because I felt like I was putting on a show, but it still felt like something. I don't know. I, I, what, if you're not confident in the words, I think it's like so much better that it's written for me and I, or it's at least pre-written because sometimes I write it. But it's pre-written, and so all I have to do is deliver the words in front of me with confidence. The confidence came earlier when I wrote it or when Steph wrote it. That's where the, you know, that was done already. So now I just have to perform it. And that was not something I can do with Money Lab Live. I have to do that on the fly. I have to think. I'm sitting here thinking of the next thing I'm going to say and try to be performative. So I would assume it's very similar to being like, like ad-libbing or doing like improv versus being a stand-up comedian and having your a tight hour. The tight hour, the more you do it, the better you get, the, you, know, you, you find the nuance and the joke and all that stuff. And the delivery, that is something I get to play with, which I haven't been able to do in other avenues of my business. So yeah, um, I'm pretty excited, uh, uh, to be honest, like, as I look at this space, um, there's this whole other side of the basement that needs to be fixed. There's a huge, um, I don't know what the hell that thing, a pellet stove that doesn't work. And it's against a brick corner and a window. And I'm like, oh man, like that could be a set for something. I don't know. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's just a different set or a different angle for some university. I don't know. Or maybe, I don't know, could do something else. But yeah, I can see myself turning this whole back half of the basement into a pretty, it's always, it's always, I've always wanted it. So, you know, something to do, something to do. Um, all right. Yeah. So that's it. I don't know if you found any value in that, uh, but if you did, let me know. Shoot me an email, matt at moneylab.co. Um, yeah. If you have trouble making videos, which I certainly do all the time. <laughs> uh, you know, making the effort or like removing the friction is essentially what I'm doing here. Is I keep removing the friction. Is even as simple as buying this power strip from Lowe's, having just one button that I can tap with my foot to turn everything on at once. That that little purchase, that like twenty dollar purchase 
was like one less piece of friction. So I have one light <laughs> right now that's I don't have an extension cord for, and it's it's like a light in the background, and I have to figure out a solution because it's and it's probably something simple, but yeah, like I now I have to go manually turn on that light every time. And you might think, who ca- just fucking who cares? That's not that big of a deal. Yeah, you're right, but um, any little tiny thing that I can remove in the process to make this easier, the better. And the simplicity of it. So having like multiple cameras, it it just gets more complex and it gets harder to to use. So right now having the one camera, you know, two lights will get set up, but they'll be plugged in. So that'll be pretty easy. But yeah, that's the move. So again, if you found any value from this, shoot me an email, let me know, matt at moneylab.co. So I know I'm not alone here talking to myself. (laughs) And other than that, that's it. See you next time. Bye.